Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. You got problems. It's uh, two Those pros. thrills that you feel. And a cup of Joe. That's a good song, by the it way. It is a good song. LeVar <laughs> <Lamar laughs> Harrington, <laughs> Brady Quinn. The performer's on TV right uh, now. Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports <laughs> Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. And we will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 a.m. Pacific, right here Fox Sports Radio. Uh, by the way, um, just a, a warning to everybody listening here. And by the way, if you are listening, again, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's my second cup of mocha. That's the warning. There you go. Which, I knew that's where you were going. Yeah. You, you, which means energy is going to be high. Yes. Randomness and, will be and, at a high. And the stomach will be emptied and, in about an hour. That is very true. <laughs> I'm trying to time it out correctly where I make it out of here and make it home before the, the business gets, gets to taking place uh, but it, and he gave me a, a weird look when i uh mentioned my what my coffee is yeah it's like it's what are you bragging about that black for? yeah shot of espresso and yeah. uh, a cup of coffee okay that's how it works you like it black and what uh, i don't know strong <laughs> yeah strong black coffee <laughs> We're no. talking about coffee, yeah, Jonas and Brady. Say. All right. Happy Tuesday okay. to everybody. Uh, Lee, a little help here? I just, uh, I just love how <laughs> Brady stays away from certain conversations. Like, hey, you know, all right, you guys go ahead. Oh, I'm just, uh, I'm just a, a witness, you know? I'm yeah. just hanging out. You're, you're LeBron? You're now LeBron? Yeah, you remember that LeBron campaign? Quinn? We're all a witness yeah. Yeah. to LeBron. To, to uh, Brady, I mean, Brady Quinn's great. Dude, yeah. come on. When he first got to Cleveland, because we're the same class in high school, I, I remember watching him in high school. I, I remember watching him when he was playing at the Schottenstein's Arena versus a uh, a school in Columbus called Brookhaven. So Brookhaven was arguably, I think they might have been the best Division One school that year, which is the highest division in Ohio. And then St. Vincent, St. Mary, where he went, was a division maybe three or four. So, you know, they, they don't all obviously play each other. Once they go to states, they play their own divisions. So imagine being like a, a mid to smaller school in Ohio being able having to, beat to play a LeBron. Right. <laughs> well, but in, in this case, they played against Brookhaven, and it was LeBron versus a kid named Drew Lavender. So Drew Lavender, I'd have to go back and look, but I think he was like five foot six. He was tiny, but he reminded you of like a Muggsy Bogues type, Spud Webb type. Mm. This dude had handles. He could sky. He could shoot. He could do everything. And and the fun part about that was um, Drew Lavender and LeBron used to like isolate. So you'd see LeBron's big butt it's try like to take on, on little one. Drew. Right. Yes. One yes. On one. And then you see Drew try to take on LeBron. He'd just be dribbling all around like in, in fast speed. Um, and Brookhaven should have beat them. In fact, um, it was a couple of free throws at the very end 
because Drew Laverniger got fouled at the end of it, and he missed both free throws, went into overtime, and LeBron and St. Vincent St. Mary ended up winning, but it was a great game. 5'7", five, five, 153, Drew Laverniger. There you go. Mm, there yeah. you go. And I think you. he started out at Oklahoma and then transferred to Xavier. Look at you. How, can yeah. we get a round of applause? Tell right. them we don't know yeah. college basketball on this All show. Right. You kiss our ass. Or oh, just a bunch the, of football guys. Right. Well, the, the, the point of the matter is LeBron at that – because that was his final year – LeBron then to when I saw him playing his rookie year was incredible. Like the transition, the jump he made as a player. I mean, he got so much better just in that period of time. I mean, where he, I mean, he was playing for an NBA Finals early on in his career in Cleveland. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, obviously, like watching him in high school compared to what he was then, like completely different deals so it was it was incredible to watch him man just the progress he made i remember the story when he was a senior in high school but was you know had already declared he was going to go to the nba when his mom um bought a i think it was an escalade from a local yeah. car dealership well, I remember that. it was a humvee or something yeah and people were like oh my god uh, th- this is illegal oh, oh my and, gosh and it's oh like, lebron it's like hold on a second it he, was a humvee yeah, i believe he's good for it. Too. like yeah. he's good he's good for it all right give him a few months he's good for it he can he'll, they'll be able to afford it everything's fine oh oh yeah. oh <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Did she get a H2? <laughs> and her child is still in high school. Oh, my, it's the end of the world. Like, do y'all know how much money they were generating per game? Yeah. I mean, Bro, I can't even, even in imagine. high school. In high school. You, right. You don't even realize how much he was generating in high school because uh, so many people would come around to watch him in high school. Hey, bro, he's packing out gyms for Bronny. <laughs> yeah. 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 Y'all didn't catch that. I did. Y'all didn't catch that. <laughs> I kind of feel bad for, for Bronny, though. Yeah, he'll never live up to that. Come to, on, to man. No, I mean, you're talking about one of the greatest players of all time. I mean, Michael Jordan's kids didn't live up to it. No. Not even and, close. And how, and how could Bronny? He won't be his size. He won't have the same athleticism. And he should, it, well, I, I don't want to go too far. I, I don't like talking about people's kids. but I mean, but this is sports, and he does play sports. Um, it would be interesting that he's, he's putting his kid in the NBA. Before he's there. Okay, see, you've got kids to play. I do. All right. And they'll probably play in the NFL. All right, that's all right, but, <laughs> but I'm but, not putting them there. Okay, but. I'm there, certainly not there waiting, is, there, waiting to play with there them There is going to be an expectation. Like Michael Jordan's kid played there's college a, basketball. People, the outside world puts that expectation on them. You know what I mean? The outside world. I, I think in LeBron's case, which I think is amazing, that he motivates and inspires his his kids the way that he does. But let me make sure that that is stated. Uh, but for me, I don't I don't push my kids to do anything but be great at what they do. You know what I mean? Like like you can choose. I never told my kids to play any sport, but if you choose a sport, you can't quit, and you got to work to be great at it. Well, let's hope he's not as uh, good of a GM as LeBron. Let's just hope that you know. Just saying, LeBron has been a good GM. Yeah. Well, when he's had assistance from Pat Riley. Oh, yeah. Uh, just, you know, he's, uh, <laughs> Isn't that a big, like, asterisk? <laughs> That's a big asterisk. That's yeah, a big one. Yeah. It, oh, uh, man. Yeah. The, the, Who was his GM in Cleveland? I mean, he put that team together, uh, right? Oh, God. Was it Kobe Altman? Uh, was Kobe Altman there when. Um, God, who is who is the guy? Now he's with uh, New Orleans. I, I can't think of it. But yeah, Man, he's he, had, get, uh, he should get all the credit in the world for being able to attract the guys that he did look, to come to Cleveland and win that championship. Okay, with him. Th- this is this is my whole thing with LeBron. Uh, why do parents 
throw parties at Chuck E. Cheese because they don't want to clean up the mess. They want to have all the celebrations. They want to have all the the fun stuff. That's why there's a Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. That's how LeBron views going to teams. He wants to be there for all the good stuff, and the second it comes time to build up or uh, clean the mess up, he doesn't want any part of What's it. Wrong What's, What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with that? Look, it's really – I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth because I watched him do it in Cleveland. I watched him do it in Miami. I've grown to the point where I, I just – I understand it. He's trying to win championships. You, you have to know the bed that you're making for yourself when you bring him in. You know, it, it's no different when you bring in certain coaches who you know they have a certain style, they're trying to build a certain culture. You know, it, it might take a little while. And if it doesn't work, that's on you. Like, you made the decision to bring him in the first place. It's very similar in this respect where when you bring him in, he's his own brand. In some cases, you know, he's going to be even bigger than that franchise, right? Now, I don't think – I think that was one of the differences in Miami and with L.A. is, you know, with Miami, they'd won one before him. Right, So it was more of Dwayne Wade, Pat Riley, those guys showing him, hey, this is how we can do it, or this is how you have to do it. He takes that back to Cleveland, wins one. Then he goes to L.A. and is able to win one. But again, L.A. had all that history and everything else before then, and it was a place where it probably made more sense for him for a lot of other reasons. But, you know, he's... It doesn't matter. Like people, I think who who sign on to that, they understand they have a shot at winning a title. And that's why this year I keep saying... Until they're eliminated in the playoffs, I'm not bugging out about all this because he could drop 50 points like he did the other night, and he could still win a game and take over a game. And we're not there yet in the season where we have to worry about that so much. So I know the sky is falling. The sky is falling. We'll see once we get in the playoffs. That's, that's, a, that's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, and then he missed last night. That's if night. they make the playoffs, right? A, well, I mean, I no, think they'll, they'll make it. They'll yeah. make it? Are you sure? They've got that play-in two tourney. games? They got yeah. the plan. They, they, they've they got can't the plan lose, They can't lose out of the play-in? They're in the play-in? Yeah, well, I mean, they can. They could. But they I think the, the expectation is they've at least got enough to do that. Look, if they miss the playoffs completely. There's a chance oof. they can miss it, though, right? It's like sure. two, yeah. two or one game. Yeah, they haven't clinched. Right, but two to one games that they're in right now. You would expect that they would be able to get into the plan. Do you? They just yes. lost to the Spurs. Yeah. Do I, we really think that? Like, I don't know that it's a foregone conclusion that see, they make it. The one thing they're that's the one thing that's not getting a lot of conversation. Um, his knee is legitimately. He's got a problem. Like, there's. It's. He's had he's issues. Twenty with it. years. Yeah, and and he missed last night's game because of a significant soreness or whatever they're calling it. And so if yeah, he's if he's got to pick and choose when to play, and at the same time Anthony Davis isn't there, and then Russell Westbrook is melting down because of all the criticism he's getting, it just it doesn't spell you know good news for the Lakers. But you would assume they'd at least be able to get into a play-in game. You'd you think assume. so? Yeah. Do they win the play-in game? Uh, I have no – probably not. But, you know, the NBA doesn't care. Just get the Lakers in somehow, do a big yeah. rating, and then move on. You know? That's how it works. Yeah. I, I think they get in this year via the play-in game, and I think they win the play-in game. And mm. then from there – Let's see what happens. Wow. Listen to it. Well, I mean, why don't you put some money on it? Man, can, don't, don't, can we get Calvin Ridley They stick together, don't they? Golly. Can we get Calvin Ridley on the phone? Brady wants to bet on the Lakers. Um, we want to make a, a bet if we could. Oh, we need to get some inside information. Let's well, I'll tell you what I know. That's the dumbest <laughs> that I ever heard <laughs> I don't think so. Come on. Can, hey, I bet can, on the Lakers to get into the play. He's going to become an insider for, for the year, the upcoming year. Yeah. You know? Cal- who, Calvin? <laughs> They're going to call him over under Ridley. <laughs>
<laughs> that's, that's, that's just that's just uh, you are a class act. Well, you earned it. Uh, that uh, that mocha is flowing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. uh, all right. Uh, it is uh, two right. pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox right. Sports Radio, uh, brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S. based representatives available twenty four seven. Discover exceptionally common sense. All right, it's so coming up next. Uh, it's the biggest story of the NFL offseason, and there's another team that is involved. We'll get into all that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Shut up, Jonas. Two now, pros now and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> no way. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox of the year on FSR. Man, do you have problems. Uh, all right. You're the one that's in need of help, oh, dude. Oh, good God. Uh, if all right, people so- knew how much help you've needed. Uh, coming up later on this hour. Um, <laughs> coming up. A prank that no one can seem to explain in the world of college football. We will have that for you here later on this hour uh, as we uh, get into uh, another edition of In Case You Missed It. Uh, moved it back uh, about an hour, but uh, it'll be worth the wait, we hope. Uh, so that'll be coming up here. Want to let you know we are brought to you by Indeed. Bracket season is right around the corner for college basketball, and our coverage on Fox Sports Radio is powered by Indeed. Hiring, heating up. Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor, post, and instantly create and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on indeed whose resumes match your job description visit indeed.com slash credit so uh, the expectation is that uh, the Aaron Rodgers decision is going to come up soon uh, there's a uh, team <laughs> that's, uh, that's your expectation yeah, some people said today well yeah. listen yeah. I mean uh, you know I did say today but again I said last week too uh, and that didn't work out well but um, you know you I, know a lot of times when people put offers on the table they put time restraints on it like they'll tell you you have 24 hours to agree to this you have 48 hours to agree to this yeah sometimes that's just a negotiation tactic though yeah i mean i'm just saying i just wonder if green bay is like listen we're we're offering you a game changer which by the way i wanted to make this clear too Uh, we talk about a lot of the restructurings the only way that it's bad for you is if they got rid of you like, if you think about it, Aaron Rodgers is hooking dudes up. Like, you restructure Aaron Jones, you hooked him up. If you're restructuring Batiari, you hooked them up. Because even if it may appear to be a, a pay cut or a, a change of, of contract, that money is – you get a whole lot more money guaranteed up front. So he's, right. basically, he's basically hooking up. Everybody that gets restructured because of him – He's hooking them up. You're yeah. getting They're more getting money. More, more cash yeah. in, in hand is, is really what everyone wants, right? Yeah. There's different things within your contract where, yeah, the contract on paper may look like a bunch of money, but until you get that money in your hand, and everyone knows this, That's until right. you get that payday, it doesn't matter. That's right. He's getting guys that payday right now. That's right. Um, which is it is interesting you bring that up because I think in one in one way – Guys can't be mad if he leaves because they've had to restructure. Because you already restructured. Your restructure's right. already like, done. Like they, exactly. Like their restructure, everyone, or like Devontae Adams, I'm sure they're working on the structure for him for a long-term deal. It's like they, they can't really be upset if, if he leaves, if everyone's getting paid around him. And he's like, all right, well, he wanted to dip and he wanted to do what's best for him or what he feels like is best for him. Uh, even though I, I think all the restructuring only helps to bring him back. 
I think the most interesting thing is the package that was offered by the Washington Commanders for Aaron Rodgers because they've they've called every team and they've you know put in what if their whatever their offer would be is that only goes up if they don't get him. And I don't even think they're one of the top three betting favorites from what we've been discussing. Right, no. So they're, they're really on the outside looking but in But they'll here. get it done. If there's well, one team that'll get it done, it's the commandos. <laughs> I, don't, well, I, I, I don't think the commandos are getting this one done. But my point is this. Don't be true. And, and I mentioned earlier in the first hour, if Rodgers is the domino that, that really starts the NFL offseason based on his decision – then it creates that next – well, the, the commandos are going to have to ante up. Whatever they offered, obviously – whatever they offered to the Packers clearly wasn't enough. And so they're going to have to ante up even more to the Seahawks if they want Russell Wilson Dang. or the Texans if they were looking at Deshaun Watson, if that was a potential opportunity. Whatever the case Dang. may be, the, the commandos are going to have to ante up. That's all I know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's what we call them now. It is, and I got to correct myself because I've really gotten comfortable with Commando. Just keep I, honestly, saying it. Who it cares? sounds I mean, way it, better. It, it'll stick. It'll stick. It, it sounds off, way better. And for anyone who has a problem with it, here's the reality. You guys should have never changed from the Washington football team. A poll of a thousand I agree. D.C. residents had already said that. They're like, yeah, we actually like the old name, but I said it yeah, we had to give it something. The Washington football team sounds fine to me, and, uh, honestly. And, and, and by the way, with the disaster that has been that franchise over the past several years, uh, you say several? Yeah, there's well, several decades. There, there, there's worse things to call them than the Commandos. All right, yeah, there uh, is. Having a little bit of fun. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, trash can came to mind. <laughs> the Washington trash can. Hey, do you guys buy the? That Aaron Rodgers wants to be the highest paid story that's out there, and that the Packers do you are, do you actually buy that this is about money for him? Because I don't buy that for a second. I, I, I partially. Don't, I don't. I don't. I don't believe man, it at all. Everybody worries about their bottom line, man. I, I just even I, if that's not the number one thing th- on your priorities th- this, list. Okay, I, if you ask me, if you were to ask Aaron Rodgers, what do you care more about, being the highest paid quarterback in the league or being in the best spot to try and win a Super Bowl? I think it's the Super Bowl. I just don't buy yeah. that he's at a point in his career where it's all about the money. I don't it's buy it for not a second. About, it's not well, it's all not. about the money, yeah. but it's a part he, of it. He, he, he's, he's already come out and said that, though, publicly, right? So uh, he, he, uh, About the money uh, Mac, Yeah, McAfee's come out and tried to confirm. He said it's not about that. I forget who the original report was from, Diana Rossini, yeah. or whoever had said that. Yeah. It was so far-fetched. It's never been about the money. If he wanted to get paid – uh, he would he would have last offseason. Instead, he reduced a year on his contract. He didn't change anything from a money standpoint. That's that would have been the time because he would have had an, you know an additional year to throw into whatever deal he would have restructured. He chose not to. He could have been gotten paid a boatload then. Now off to you know back to back MVP seasons. You know it still doesn't have anything to do with the money. Now it's nice to entice someone with that. And if you offered him a two-year deal worth $100 million, it's hard to turn that down. It's $100 million. You know, we, we see coaches go, you know, to various places for $100 million, and then, and then they're dancing and, you know, getting a southern accent and all that yeah. stuff. But, I mean, that's what $100 million will do to you. <laughs> and yeah. we ain't you will, done nothing yet. Yeah. You will I'm change, not done winning. You will change the way you talk. You will change the way you recruit. You will change the way you coach for $100 million. Everybody so here in the thing. bayou, y'all need to listen up to me. 
I ain't done yet. <laughs> but well, are you done talking like that, Coach? <laughs> Can you talk like you did when you were in South Bend, Coach? <laughs> don't you have a better Cajun accent than that? I remember your Cajun accent. Well, how you don't want to come on, come on down here and get some of that? Oh, yeah, that's, right that's, there. Or just get on over there. See, you right know, there, get you yeah. some cornbread and some of that. That stew, that stew right there, and get you a little bit of gumbo. Yeah, that. Uh, you know, the funny thing is, I have Cajun family. Like, I have the weirdest dialect because okay. it's such a melting pot of a dialect. When there. I think of Cajun, yeah. I, I think of the water boy, like yeah. those guys. Yeah. What do you I mean, mean you said you don't got my Abagoon and got him? You got people who talk like that? Oh, yeah, man. Some people. See, bro, have you ever heard a dude from deep down in the bayou? Yeah, but I mean, I, I never understand him. So that's I just, say, I just say, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. Right. Not my head. How are you doing? <laughs> like, hey, what you doing? Go, go, go. I don't want to go on that Wait, say that. So you said go down there and make a right? <laughs> so basically, it's Cajun Harry Carey. I mean, it's not slow so, enough to be so Harry So what would Carey. that okay. sound like? You don't talk slow <laughs> what would that when, sound like? when you yeah, speak what, in that Cajun. What would uh, Cajun Harry Carey sound like? What are you doing? <laughs> did you just pass gas? What did you do? I like what he's doing. Jesus. That's Cajun Harry Carey. I mean, I, I gave you what I had. Good guy. I gave you what I had. Oh, that was great. Uh, that was great. Uh, I loved it. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up 15 minutes from now, um, there's a, uh, I don't know if this is a prank gone wrong or something, but a, a very bizarre story out of the world of college football. We'll have that for you here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, how about the uh, salary cap going up over $25 million from uh, last year to this year uh, in the NFL? Uh, so uh, even uh, previously, uh, the uh, where they were at the year before, uh, it has gone up. So for all the people that were wondering, guys, you know, is the NFL going to be able to dig itself out of this uh, this COVID, this pandemic, and all that stuff? Uh, we're all good here. The salary cap is now going up over two hundred eight million dollars uh, for each team, uh, so it'll uh, mean uh, some players are probably going to get paid a little bit more so than they were last year. So. Yeah, yeah, it'll go up to that number, uh, yeah. up to that number, not not up an additional two hundred eight. No, 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 yeah, um, up to that number. Yeah. Yes, ten years from now, it's yeah. probably going to be that. But mm. um, th- th- this was expected. Remember, because last year was that pullback uh, because of COVID, because of the, the revenues, quote-unquote, lost uh, due to the COVID year in 2020. So we knew 2021 would be a little tighter. It's, it's one of the reasons why, again, you, you saw the Patriots able to rebound in 2021 because they spent an ungodly amount of money in free agency uh, and went on a spending spree because they knew it was coming. They saved up a bunch of cap space. Once Brady moved on um, with his cap structure and all that, they had some additional funds they spent it. They made themselves a more competitive team. But um, now this is where the, the playing field levels again. You know, everyone's going to have some cap space for the most part, unless you're the Saints and the Green Bay Packers. But uh, th- this was expected. And I think the, the biggest thing to take away from this is the league is healthy. It's as healthy as it's ever been. It's under a long-term TV contract. They're getting to the point, too, where they're, they're going to be able to raise revenue uh, because of the gambling interests that are coming along as well. Um, and so th- this isn't stopping anytime soon. It'll keep going up and up and up. And what people on the outside have to become comfortable with is seeing how much these players are going to make for their average annual salary. You're going to see quarterbacks making $50 million a year. Yeah. Mm. 
it's it's not it's not a bubble. It's not going to pop. It's just it's what it is. You're going to see quarterbacks making $50 million per year. You're going to see defensive players, especially a guy like Aaron Donald, in my opinion, making 25 to $30 million a year. Mm. And, and all these bless. numbers are going to keep going up, keep going up. And because, remember, it's not so much about the number of what that salary cap is. It's the percentage of the cap that that player is taking up. Because over the, you know, the, the history of the NFL and, and the salary cap – you know, the quarterback has roughly accounted for anywhere between 12 to 20%, depending on what type of quarterback you've got there, you know, and, and how much he's going to require based on his services. So it may sound like some big numbers to you. That's just a sign of how healthy the league is. But these players, as, as long as they keep seeing it go up, they're going to be getting paid by these teams. If it's not Rodgers, who do you think the first quarterback is that gets that $50 million? Herbert? Well, Mahomes. Well, he's already yeah, I mean, locked up. So uh, yeah, but 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 the difference is is he's locked up for a long period of time. But what they'll do is they'll keep redoing his deal. Yeah, so that they don't ever have to worry about there being any trades or any. Well, type they don't have to worry about him getting free agency. Free agency, yeah. right? I mean, it's going to be Mahomes. Okay, but new contract, like next quarterback that signs the uh, not Aaron Rodgers, like one of these guys that's going to sign the fifty million dollars. And Herbert. Is the next the big contract? Is it Joe Burrow? Her- Herbert. Herbert and Burrow. Her- Herbert and Burrow will sign a $45 million to maybe Jesus, more. Jesus, man. A year. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I mean think about it. It's look, possible look at- Lamar could be in that, that conversation as well. It just depends on what he does next year, possibly. Well, if he can, if he can negotiate a $50 million contract for himself, he's going to have a lot of clients afterwards. He's going to have, a, he's gonna have a lot of uh, little overhead <laughs> connected to that. Re- retire after that contract and just become an agent. I just imagine, yeah. you know, you don't have to take add that percentage to your taxes to get to your to your agent. You know, I mean, forty five, fifty million dollars. Good year. for them, man. That's not about the you, money for you. Don't 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 say it that way. You, you know, know who's in trouble take, though take in because of this. And this is the funny part to me. Um, who's in trouble with all of this is, is the TV and broadcast networks. Because here's the problem, and and this has become a more growing problem for guys who are retiring. Guys are able to make so much now, and they're not even playing necessarily that long. They're able to make so much that they're not enticed to have to, have to continue to work. Mm. They're not enticed to like, oh, okay, um, you know, come be a part of this broadcast, come do this broadcast. Think about how much money Peyton Manning made. Has he, has he wanted to join a network? No. No. And you guys out there listening might go, what do you mean? It works for ESPN, man. No, no dude. His production no, no. company. It's the Omaha Productions. That's they his pay company. his production that's company. Right. He puts on the show. He that's, controls it. That's right. And that's what's happening now in this space is networks are in trouble. Players are realizing the platform that they have, the fact that they can create their own production company. Yes, you can. They can put this all together, and they can make even more money off it if they so choose to do it that way. Hey, clip this and send this to me, Lee. (laughs) Clip what Brady just said and send that to me, please. That's very serious. like, Like what you're seeing from Tony Romo and Troy Aikman, those are old heads, you know? They're old heads. It's not going to be this new wave of guys as we get into the future and we see guys cycling out of the NFL and then going to be in a broadcast booth or being on a panel. Those guys are like, no, nah, I'm good. I-, I made enough money. You just said a I- whole lot. Just I'm just, I'm, just I'm, calling, I'm calling it how it is. And yes, so, you are. Because we're seeing Kirk Herbstreet, who, mind you, 
you know, the new the news is he's doing Thursday night football. Yeah. He'll be still be doing ESPN's college game day and then calling a game Saturday night. Like that is as crazy of a schedule as we've ever seen. But you know why he has to do all of that? Because people on the outside haven't bought into the fact that he's just one of the best broadcasters. Mm. Like that's not enough because he didn't have the credibility of an NFL career. You know, he, he, you know his, his college career was, was fine. I mean, he really didn't even have much there. But, you know, he's got to work that hard just to make that amount of money that equates to a Romo or Aikman because of the lack of what he did on the field. Like, they're making him, like, work like that. And, and it really shouldn't be that way, but unfortunately, that's the reality we're in. But you're talking about old heads. These new guys, they'll make so much money, they're not going to want to transition back into this. And these, these TV networks may be in a pickle. They may not have to transition into anything making that type of money. They do whatever the hell they want. I mean, where, where is the minimum wage going to go? Where is that going to be at? At least a million at that point? Is it going to be close? Oh, the minimum Pro- salary? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Think I mean, about it's, that. It's, it's about half. Well, the problem is it's a minimum per year, right? So you, right. You're, you're, that's where it gets a little but more complicated. But if you are responsible with your chips and dip, if you are a minimum wager making over a million dollars, that's, I mean, you long, have. Long snapper making a million a year. Out of college? It's awesome. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I say Midwestern. I'm a Pittsburgh dude, man. Let me tell you something. I understand the value of a dollar. Like, to be able to make sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 a year is an accomplishment. $80,000, you're doing well. You make it to six figures. You are a beast baller. You're a beast baller if you make it to that. So if I'm making a million dollars a year, like, as a minimum wager, I'm telling you, man, that's – that's you're changing the economics. Like you're talking about that's what dudes like me and Joe Green, the main dudes for teams. Yeah. That's what they were making. And they were the highest paid guys. Think about how far the game has come, man. And Fifty million a year. And you know what that means? Damn. Sixteen ounce Bud Light, forty five dollars. It's great. Well, I, I mean inflation, wait. bro. It's great. You're paying ten dollars for, for gas these days. A gallon. Four grand for a hot dog. It's going to be awesome. Hey, bro, $20 uh, for a, a gallon of hot dog. gas. <laughs> it is. Better than the hot dog Lee got from uh, SoFi. Yeah. E- E.T.'s finger in a bun. Awful. <laughs> hey, man, there uh, was really gas at six ninety nine. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hey, don't worry, though. I got y'all covering the BQ News. I got I got oh, some tips for you. All right. Yeah. How about that? I got some tips. Yes. Yeah. How about that? Start about you guys flagellations into your, your gas tank. That's it's, what it's going to uh, be. Two pros and a cup of chill. It cost me almost 100 bucks to fill up yesterday morning. Bruh, that's 100 <laughs> easy for me every time. <laughs> Twice a week. Uh, two pros and a cup of chill. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up next, uh, this is either a prank gone wrong or the most brilliant prank in the history of college football. We'll have that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Mike check. Hey. Mike check. check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture. 
you will not find anywhere else. So make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up top of next hour, we got some uh, fun uh, hypocrisy takes uh, in the world of uh, football and uh, through the media. So we'll get to poke some fun at that here uh, on FSR. I want to let you know we are brought to you by Indeed. Bracket season is right around the corner for college basketball. And our coverage on Fox Sports Radio is powered by Indeed. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, then you need Indeed because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. Yeah. An hour late, but you know what? Who cares? Uh, yeah, let's go uh, to uh, executive producer, superstar, Lee Zlap. You guys, we got a mystery at College Station. It appears that some students were able to get a bike perched on top of the F <laughs> on Kyle Field Stadium. The problem is they don't know how it got there. There's no stairs, no poles to climb on, no scalable bricks. But, uh, yeah, there's a bike just <laughs> sitting there. Okay. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. How the does visual that... will love it. <laughs> so, Dude, where's my bike episode? But so... I always wonder how how cats be doing the graffiti the way that they do, and how does no one catch them? You, you know, it's like it's kind of like one of those things. It's like kind of like a, a mystery. How do you get a bike on that letter like that? That's that's kind of so. It, it's the uh, for the people listening. It's the Kyle Field sign on the side of the stadium. How, now, how far up is that lead? Do they have like a like? It's a ways up. It's pretty high up there. Like they they assume that maybe it was lowered from up top, but you don't know exactly how anybody got on top of the stadium like that. What do they like have up on a rope and then lower it? I mean, that would have it would have had to have been a stroke of luck for them to be able to land it there and it stay like that. Did you guys do any uh, pranks in high school or college? Did you have uh, anything uh, like? Uh, junior senior wars or anything like that where you would uh try and prank the class below you or anything <laughs> our arch rival egged my house before we played oh, that was about terrible it. yeah i would have done that too but before we played you too though yeah they, Any, anything that gets my, your head a little bit you the, know but their, their dumb asses didn't hit the house that they, they were unbroken in in the yard wait they, they threw hard board of the eggs of your house uh, they weren't hard boiled they just didn't break they didn't make it to the house they they were in the yard there was oh, like one or two so that were broken the- in the in the driveway. I mean, I think they know if, if if some way somehow any of us had heard that car. For, we lived on a cul-de-sac, you know, not a dead end to all y'all out there. Cul-de-sac is different, you know. We lived at the top of a hill, one way in, one way out. Don't get caught up. These, you, uh, we told you don't come up in here. <laughs> Burn the boats. You're not, not coming back. Now yeah. you can't. Now you can't leave. Uh, our our uh, the class now below us. Uh, <laughs> the class below us uh, decided they were gonna, you know, uh, like throw stuff at our house, and so they. You had a bunch of like apples and carrots or whatever, oh, what? and yeah, like they just thought they were just gonna like Beer throw. Food? Uh, who knows? I think they went through Horse a dumpster. Food? I think they went through a dumpster at a uh, supermarket Zonus and just food? grab whatever they could. 
And so they, they left them all, but we came out of the front door because we heard someone. It was like 1.30 in the morning. So we come out of the front door. The problem was they parked the opposite way, so they had to come back down around in front of our house. Mm. And so when they did, me, my brother, and my nephew, it was open fire on that car. What did y'all oh, hit them with? It was uh, carrots, apples, everything they left on the front lawn. Everything they oh, left Oh, y'all there. were just pelting the oh, car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got dinged. <laughs> that would have been fun. Just dumb. Like, I, if, I, if I, I will it, agree. Like, I, that would be fun. If you're, if you're going to do it. Or if you it, had like a slingshot or something yeah, like that. something like I was, that. I was handy with a handmade slingshot. Oh, yeah? Put the, put the electric tape on that piece of wood. Nice little flexible piece of wood. Little rock. Yeah. Nice little pebble rock. I, w- I was surgical with that bad boy. Yeah. How you want a dog clothes casket? Huh? Yeah. Said yeah. I get. How you want a dog clothes yeah. casket? I don't even know what you're talking about. Training day. Yeah. I'm surgical with this, yeah, Jake. Surgical. Yeah. That's right. That's where I took it from. I just didn't know that's where you took it from. Uh, what else we got, Lee? All right. <laughs> you guys, the MLB lockout is approaching its 100th day, and they're planning on canceling another week of regular season games if they can't agree to a new collective bargaining agreement by Tuesday night. So this is stupid. dangerous. Good God, It's man. very dangerous. Now, did you know what the proposal is now? With the current proposal, they wouldn't miss any time. They'd still put the 162, they'd be able to make it work. Why do we keep creating these like fictitious deadlines? They they reschedule <laughs> games during baseball season all, all the time. The time. It, yeah. it, it's double headers. It's seven inning games if you need to. Like they can figure this whole thing out. These fake deadlines. Well, there you go, MLB. You guys are lying. Yeah, you're liars. Okay, come on, get that off my chest. We need the Guardians. I want to see baseball. I want to see the Guardians, man. I want to see the Nationals. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.